Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about a free three-act worksheet to help you structure your story. Whether you're a plotter or a pantser, a novelist or short fiction writer, this three-act worksheet will help you navigate your material and even begin each new story with a better plan. Download yours at nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Stop getting stuck in the middle of your draft. Go grab this free worksheet, nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. If you're a pantser, the creative flow feels great. It feels natural. It feels free. But when there's no direction or intention at the outset, we can meander for years and never finish. And if you're a plotter, you may have all these interesting story events, but they don't add up to a story. But then our protagonist isn't affected by any of that, which means neither is our reader. Writer Unleashed is for you, a writer who has a story you want to bring onto the page and into the hearts and minds of readers. I'm Nancy Pinuccio, writer, editor, and writing coach, and each week we'll explore techniques, mindsets, and inspiration for writing stories readers can't put down. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. In my early 20s, I took an extensive aptitude test at the Johnson O'Connor Research Institute. Now, this is an objective set of tests. It's not me answering questions. It was entirely objective data. And one of the things I learned about how I'm wired is what they called a wandering mind. And I tested off the charts for something they called idea phoria. Idea phoria. It's when you have a constant influx of ideas, like you can't turn it off. So you have no trouble generating ideas. Now, the volume of ideas has nothing to do with quality. It's just this manic flow of ideas. Now, at the time I was working as an editorial assistant at a magazine, and I had recently graduated from college and I was bored to tears at the job. But this test affirmed that writing was the right career path for me. And I'm convinced that most writers have some form of ideaphoria, which is why they get so overwhelmed in their material and have so much trouble finishing their story. So writers often fall into one of two camps. In camp one, you have plotters. And in camp two, you have pantsers. Now, plotters believe that the first thing to do before they write a single word is to outline the plot. They often have mapped out everything that happens from page one all the way to the end. I've seen some plots mapped out by writers I work with, and it's extraordinary. 
But when it comes time to write the story, to fill in those plot events, they still struggle. They still get overwhelmed and lost. Now, pantsers rely more on an exploratory approach. Pantsers' biggest struggle is often having too many ideas and no direction. And it feels free in the writing flows, but this can be paralyzing because there are too many directions the story can take. And that's why it feels like we're wandering aimlessly, because we are. But we can still be intentional and bring some direction and purpose to that aimlessness. So you can filter out unnecessary and distracting information, plot events, details, etc. So again, plotters can get just as lost and just as paralyzed, but for a different reason. Because yes, you should have a structure in place, absolutely. But where most plotters go wrong is that they focus on the wrong thing, the external events. Again, they have this great influx of story ideas about what will play out on the surface of the story. It's absolutely brilliant, but they often only know their characters on a superficial level, which makes it so much harder when they sit down to write the story. And if you don't know who you're writing about, you have this empty plot. It's like you're building a world where you don't know anything about who lives there. The question is, how do we wrangle all of our ideas into a cohesive, unified, compelling story? If you're a pantser, the creative flow feels great, it feels natural, it feels free, but when there's no direction or intention at the outset, we can meander for years and never finish. And if you're a plotter, you may have all these interesting story events, but they don't add up to a story. But then our protagonist isn't affected by any of that, which means neither is our reader. Because the reader is trying to derive meaning from everything you include in your story. External events by themselves aren't meaningful. They're only meaningful if they impact your protagonist, not just on a surface level, but on an internal level. And what's often missing in a story, whether you're a plotter or pantser, is focus. The focus is not in the external events. It's in the internal movement of the story. It's the story underneath the plot. So you need to find the focal point of your story because every scene, every event sequence leads back to that focal point. When you know the focal point of your story, you can cut down on rewriting because now you know how to filter out all the insignificant information cluttering your story. Before we dive in, what is a story? Well, it's not what happens, the plot. It's not the surface events. Story is the who it all happens to and how that person changes as he or she pursues what he or she wants. 
This story is about how the plot affects your protagonist. It's about what your protagonist is forced to learn about himself as he moves through the plot. Interesting change over time. That's what readers find compelling. So as your protagonist is navigating the plot, she's moving towards some clarified self-knowledge, and that's the journey the reader gets on board with. The plot, the external events, instigate the protagonist's change. So plot relies on character, and it's fueled by desire. Plot and character are inseparable. Plot on its own won't help you focus your story. It won't help you get clarity on what your story is about. That's a myth. Focus helps the reader derive meaning out of everything they encounter on the page. It's how they make meaning out of what's happening. Now, focus is the fusion of three main things that work together in concert to create the story. So you have number one, desire, number two, your theme, and number three, plot. They're all interconnected. Let's break it down. Number one, desire. Now, if I had to pick one thing you should have dialed in before you start building your plot, it's your protagonist's desire. Doug Glover once said that the novel is an engine of desire. All stories are driven by desire, so you want to dial this in because the implicit question urging the reader through your story is, will he get what he wants or not? Will Frank and April move to Paris? Will Anna Karenina get to be with Bronsky? Will Anthony Bridgerton marry Kate Sharma, the woman he loves? Or will he be doomed to a dutiful but loveless marriage to Kate's younger sister, Edwina? Now, it's not enough to know what your protagonist wants or who your protagonist wants. You need to know why. You need to know your protagonist better than he knows himself. So what's the unconscious need? We never just want the thing or the person. There's some unconscious need we believe deep down that that concrete thing will satisfy. Because without the why, your protagonist isn't motivated from scene to scene as he navigates the plot. And there's no connection between the external events and your protagonist's internal dilemma. So you need to know your protagonist more than he knows himself. So what does she want? Why does she want it? What fears, misconceptions, faulty beliefs, or fatal flaws are keeping her from getting it? Your character's desire is important because it leads to the evolving story question. Will the protagonist get what he wants, and how will he change in the process? So number one, desire. Number two, theme. 
The theme is reflected in how the world interferes with your protagonist's desire. It's your belief as the author about human nature. So Freud introduced this concept of the conflict between the pleasure principle and the reality principle. So every story at its essence is about someone who confronts the harsh reality of other wills or competing desires. There's scarcity or loss or choices, things that are beyond your protagonist's control. Think about how every day the outside world is interfering with us getting what we want. It's outside of our control. And it happens on a daily basis. Other people, weather, circumstances, COVID. We're finally ready to take that trip cross country and boom, the catalytic converter blows. Or we want that promotion at work, but Jason, our office buddy, is working overtime and overshadowing our efforts to win that promotion. You want to get out of the house by 7.30 for an important meeting, but your kid comes down with a fever. Doug Glover believes that every plot revolves around the disconnect between the self and the world. Now, theme is your personal take. It's not your protagonist's take. It's your take on human nature and how the world works to subvert, oppress, or interfere with desire. It's pleasure versus reality. Now, theme is invisible to the reader. I mean, they take it in subconsciously, but you shouldn't be telling them what the theme is. It's embedded underneath. The theme is embodied in your plot. Now, for more on theme, go listen to episode 46, What Theme Is and Why It Matters. Episode 46, What Theme Is and Why It Matters. I'll link in the show notes. So having a handle on your theme helps because it influences the way your protagonist reacts as she finds herself in various situations. So I hope you can see how this is all connected. And then number three, plot. The purpose of plot is to put up obstacles for your protagonist and force him to confront the internal blocks that are keeping him from succeeding. The plot is not just to reveal whether your protagonist gets what she wants or not. It's there to force her to confront the internal issue that's been keeping her from getting it. So the surface events force your protagonist to confront and deal with whatever deep-seated fears, character flaws, misperceptions, faulty beliefs, self-doubts, etc. that are keeping him or her from getting what he or she wants. So every scene, every image, every plot event should have a significant relationship to what your protagonist wants, the desire. 
And it reflects that rock bottom belief about how the world operates to interfere with or thwart that desire. Here's how to put all of this into practice. I have a free three act worksheet designed to help you develop the ideas we've just explored in this episode, how to go beyond the plot and develop your protagonist. You'll get clear on what your protagonist wants and why, and what external and internal obstacles are thwarting him or her from reaching the goal and how to bring it all together using the three act structure. This is not about story beats. It's about what's happening beneath the surface of the story. So you can marry the external events to your main character's internal story. To grab your free three-act worksheet, head on over to nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. That's Nancy with an I, Pinuccio with two C's, Nancy pinuccio.com forward slash act. I'll link in the show notes. So to focus your story, to clarify what story you're telling, you want to synthesize three things. Number one, desire. Your character's desire leads to the evolving story question. Will she get what she wants or not? Now, we're interested not just in whether your protagonist will get what he or she wants or not, but how he or she will change in the process. How will your protagonist become the person he or she needs to become in order to get what he or she wants? Number two, theme. This is your rock bottom belief about human nature and how the world works, how the world thwarts or interferes with human desire. It's infused in every plot event. It helps you understand how your protagonist will react as he encounters obstacles along the plot. And number three, plot. Everything that happens on the surface of your story will embody your protagonist's desire, and it will force your protagonist to confront and overcome his biggest fears. It will also bring your reader closer to answering the story question, will he or she get what he or she wants, and how will this person change in the process? When you have focus, when you have clarity on what story you're actually telling, it makes it easier for you to filter out anything that's extraneous or insignificant. You could do this at any point in the writing process. And more important, it helps your reader navigate the story. So there you have it. I hope this episode helps you navigate your stories with more clarity and control. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Writer Unleashed. If this episode resonated with you, please go leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Reviews are key to keeping Writer Unleashed on the top of the charts where other writers can find us. I'll see you next week with a brand new episode. In the meantime, join us on our private Facebook group, Writer Unleashed Community. It's totally free to join. 
And if you want more free resources, plus writing tips, I only share an email, sign up over at nancypinuccio.com. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Till then, keep writing, and I'll talk to you soon.